Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I'm your host, David, and I'm joined with the fellas today. What up, G? What up, Blue? Yo. What up? What's up, everybody? Nope. No ladies today. Happy. Yeah, I know. She's dog-sitting. How fun. It's funny because I, I was going to... I like keeping her in suspense until she edits the podcast when she's not, when she's not on on what you know my list on things are, and she made me uh, give her my entire list yesterday of our <laughs> topic for today, so... You know what's funny is that I've never dog sat, but I've been asked to cat sit three times, and I'm always surprised because I thought they were self sufficient. Jen, really? That's what they, I thought cats were like self sufficient. Nah, I know. That's what Every time I'm like, and they're like, "Can you watch my cat?" I'm like, "I thought your cats were cool for like days." So they're like, they're, from from what Jen tells me, they're pretty easy. All you literally have to do when she does it is just go to the house, change, like clean the litter. If, you know, they did their thing, and then put the food in and leave that's it oh, yeah. unlike dogs dogs is like shit. yeah dogs is a lot you gotta like walk them you gotta like yeah. make stay with them for a while all that fun stuff so she should, she should be done today so she gives her well wishes to us uh so this week on the podcast we're gonna look at our favorite movie endings i figured let's try to do something different we haven't we always talk about mo- movie moments and characters and films as a whole but we never talk about what endings are our favorite or some of the best and like with our with my list i have some that are not my favorite movies as a whole of all time but like i appreciate the ending of what they did so we're gonna hit that later but first let's start with some tv because the tv season kind of started this week with the premiere of mayans lou you're a suns fan right a suns fan suns of anarchy man oh i think you're like a phoenix suns (laughs) (laughs) my wife's seen it I've, re- I've never actually seen like a whole season i've seen like bits and pieces. okay so kurt sutter said the show was going to be pretty much something completely different like anyone that has never seen sons of anarchy can watch this show and be like yeah i heard about it it's so i think he it. said that because if you watch sons of anarchy you're watching the same show Okay. Because it's literally Son of Sons of Anarchy. Okay. It's Ooh. like, it's Mexican Sons of Anarchy, pretty much. You can kind of tell which character is who on the show. Okay. So outside of that, if you watch Sons, you're good. You don't need to get yeah. to this. Jenny was not very impressed. <laughs> she texted me throughout. You know how she gives play-by-play? Yeah. She's like, oh, this is boring. <laughs> She's like, oh, this is this is this person. This is that person. I'm yeah. like, oh. It's not Jenny approved. No, nah, it's not Jenny approved. Damn. She's like, I'll give it another three episodes. pussy footing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like, G-, G saw the premiere of The Purge. This, this oh, how was that? It's it's decent. Like, I'm gonna give it another. I need another episode to give like a full, like if I'm all in or not. But I mean, it does kind of uh, it gets the style of the movies pretty down, which I was kind of worried about because the movies are kind of like you know these hard R, you know, rated things on you know that you can't really really duplicate on TV. But they do a good job of like so far of uh, trying to duplicate it. It's just a matter of a, uh, I just need one more episode just to see if like I can be all in on it. And then the other, some other TV news is that I, I can't believe the show's coming back, but uh designated survivors coming back. Yeah. I guess when, a- uh, when ABC canceled it, Netflix, like almost immediately tried to make a deal to save it. There was just an issue of like streaming rights. I guess like Hulu had some streaming rights in like certain parts of the world, and Netflix had it in other parts of the world. So they had to like work that out. Um, even though like it didn't get great live ratings, um, I guess the show was still lucrative for ABC because it was a big international show. 
and uh, it also had a pretty big streaming deal as well. Um, but yeah, Netflix figured it out. They, I guess, crossed the T's and dotted all the I's and made it work. Um, I, I um, so I stopped watching. Oh God, when did I stop watching it? It was some point during season two. It was like kind of early because I kind of felt like the show was going in like 20 different directions, which makes sense because they're going to be on their like fifth showrunner in three seasons. And that's unbelievable. And that kind of explains the shifting tones throughout season one through the end of, I guess, season two. Yeah. I mean, I guess you watched the whole thing, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> um, so so bad. I, I have another friend that watched the whole thing too and said that it seems like he was watching like, a bunch of different shows in a span of like two seasons. Um, I would say maybe the, can't focus on that, I, don't know. I would say the first ten episodes are really solid, and then it just progressively just got like got worse and then changed the direction they were going, and it was just like really really bad. So that's coming back. What's the other show you mentioned off the year that's coming back? Uh oh, wait. You know, it's coming back. We already knew that Brooklyn Nine Nine was coming back at uh, NBC, but. They actually upped the episode order. They originally ordered 13 episodes, and now they're going to do 18, which is still uh, down from the normal 22, but it's a sign of good faith that maybe NBC maybe got some early stuff from them, and they were like, okay, we want more of it because it looks like it's going to be good. It's funny you mentioned that. Yesterday I was covering for the site. I was covering – I was at Heroes of Villains Fan Fest up in Edison. Really really good time. Um, I spoke to another press – member there and we were just talking about the tv seasons and how like network television like when are they gonna i and i understand it's all about revenue and stuff but when are they gonna do the the damn thing of like cutting these 23 episodes down to at least 16 yeah that's true i mean like i feel like some networks are starting to because i i don't because i think with certain shows now it's getting harder and harder to sell them in a syndication especially like serialized shows that you have to like pay attention to week you know week after week and you don't um, not with 23 episodes like i, I love the flash I mean, yeah true i mean even serialized shows have like filler <laughs> it's funny because like the one show that he mentioned and we talked about it on here before especially me and you g is riverdale he's like he absolutely loved the first season but this season was just like so much filler and then you could tell that they were stretching for some fucking story to tell throughout the season because it just like fell fell off through probably the middle of the season I was already over it right that's true I mean like I remember I mean this is not like the best example but when Sleepy Hollow started it had 13 <laughs> episodes and I actually liked Sleepy Hollow when it started it wasn't like I'm not gonna lie perfect, I, I watched the first episode like, this is pretty good you know what it was fun. it's crazy when I first saw Sleepy Hollow I was like where's like the headless horseman. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> oh, does he? Then, I think so. Yeah. Like the very but then, like, season two got up to eighteen episodes, and even like for a show that was like thirteen, throwing in those extra few, like there was a lot of filler, and it wasn't as focused. I mean, another example of that is like Empire, I guess. Would be another example, which was really focused and streamlined during season one, because it it had like a set amount of episodes, and then once they started adding like five more. Like, I mean, yeah. I, that's like that show is like beyond filler. There's other stuff going on that it doesn't need eight, 18 episodes even. Yeah, you to try can, to. Right? You can tell, but I mean, I, I we'll see if things will change. Uh, something that did get announced, not to, I guess, Netflix related, was that uh, at New York Comic Con, Daredevil will be doing their panel, which we will be oh, nice. on hand for. So I'm thinking, from what I looked at, 
it's an hour and a half panel, so I'm assuming we're getting the first episode. And if I can say something, I obviously will. And then Netflix also will be on hand. I guess they're they're calling it like a trick or treat panel. They're gonna have like a, uh, Sabrina and a couple of other shows on their panel oh, as well. Sabrina. Yeah. So I will be skipping the Riverdale panel, which is on Sunday, and I I'm gonna do a Cobra Kai panel, which will be there as well. So uh, look out for some news with that. And yeah, the, the Riverdale people are fun. I know, but Cobra Kai, man. Did you see Cobra Kai yet? I, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. I've heard very good things about it. Um, but moving on to the big news this week was our big one-hour rant that we had to bring casual moviegoers on. Lou, did you hear the news? No, what's the news? The best popular film is gone. Post, oh. It's quote-unquote postponed. Oh, you're welcome. Until <laughs> <laughs> so they iron out the details. <laughs> so uh, we're never going to see this. I'm, right, cool. I'm pretty sure we're not ever going to see this. Cool with that unnecessary category. G, thoughts? I mean, I'm fine with it. It's fine. I, I, like I said, like in the beginning, like I understood what they were trying to do. I just think it was handled poorly. Poorly. So they said that in their press release, they said that, kind of hinted that they are going to look at other possible categories. Uh, so we'll see what they decide to bring. I mean, it shows that they it was poorly thought out. They're going to come up with the just, best, the best new movie of this year. Yeah. What? Um. You know, if anything, they should have like a best stunt category before they do anything else. Yeah. Seriously. And then they've been, they've been trying to get love for like years. <laughs> and then with Tiff, speaking of the Oscar, with Tiff coming out this week, there are a few players that released their their films world premieres. Um, we can Beautiful Boy and Boy Race. They look Boy Race looks to be a bigger player, but my num- if I have to pick my number one and two right now, to the surprise of no one, my number one for Best Picture right now is First Man, and then A Star Is Born is my number two. And I think it's going to be between those two, unless something comes out of nowhere. So we shall see what that. But moving on to another movie that released in TIFF that the reviews released early this morning was Halloween. Oh, we could talk oh, about. Like, hey, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to start with Predator, it's at sixty-two percent right now. Which you know what I, I I read most of some of the reviews that are like negative, and they're not like bashing it per se. Like it's just like. They said there's like it's funny in parts and it's like, but sometimes like they said the humor and like the violence and stuff and the action doesn't quite gel together like well. But it's not, they're not saying that it's horrible, the people that didn't like it. It's just, you know, there's some tone issues. Apparently. I'm re watching all of them because apparently they're all sequels. So I guess to see if there's any continuity. Oh, yeah. T- part two is terrible. They really, remember, you know how we joked they really wanted to make someone a thing? They really wanted Danny Glover to be like an action star in the 80s, man. Because, like, all the right? Because he's like, all the people to be an action star. And I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm like halfway through. Because I'm I, going back to back and Arnold, like, Terminator is Terminator, but I think Predator is probably his second most fun movie. Yeah. He really is really fun in this. And then I go straight into Danny Glover and I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> Hey man, we gotta go get these predators. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like him. You <laughs> always sound like he's about to like pass out, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like he's that close, <laughs> blacking out. But the ho- the Halloween reviews started broke this morning at a hundred percent. I saw the second trailer. What do you think? Better? Yeah, it was better. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I, <laughs> I, know, I, I do feel like it's one of those trailers where it gave away a little too much. Like I, I, I was watching. I was like, I shouldn't be watching this. 
kind of thing. So I, the first thing I did was talk to G about it, uh-huh. and I was like, "Did this give away too much?" Yeah, a little bit. I think I, th- I thought the international trailer actually showed more stuff because they released the international trailer the day after. Yes, yes. And it actually had more footage. I thought it was just going to be like the one we got with like slightly different footage, but it was like much different. And I think they showed a lot more. And then so far, the reviews have been saying that um, it's the best since the original. And it does a good job of paying homage homage to the original with with setting a tone for a new story. However, Uh-oh. me and G were messing around, and I'm like, let me just refresh before the podcast. One bad review came in. Oh, let, let let's. I'm gonna. Say it's from Business Insider. Business Insider, they're reviewing horror movies now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, name this guy. I'm, just <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna n- mention his name. If you want, go to Business Insider and check it out for yourself. But. Um, so the, they said that the movie is basically like every Halloween movie. Go ahead, Lou. <laughs> l- l- let's hear it. So, well, I mean, every Halloween movie has been different since the first one. Oh, hold on. So every it's the same as every Halloween movie. People being killed by Michael Myers. Yep, that, you, that, you got the premise down, buddy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Good job. Paid attention. Sh- sure, you know. <laughs> sure. You know, I don't know if you've seen Child's Play, but every movie Chucky goes and kills. You're lying. No, nah, I'm not. It happens. Damn. Jesus Christ. What about God. Nightmare on Elm Street? Is it Freddy every time? It's it, Freddy and like that one time it was gay Freddy. I don't know. He must have really loved. <laughs> Freddy wasn't gay. But <laughs> he must have really loved Nightmare uh, Friday the 13th Part 5 because it wasn't Jason. Oh, yeah. It was his favorite one. Oh, man. That, but That in Halloween 3. I like ha- Stop <laughs> hating on Halloween 3, man. Both of you. Both of you. Like, the ending is the only good thing. I think it. I am the only one. That one lo- thing we, like, we all have our own different thing about Halloween. Like, you keep saying, like, number one is, like, the best horror movie ever. I keep saying three is garbage. And for some reason, G keeps referring to the, the rooftop chasing. Yeah. <laughs> which that's, like, ah, that's, that's like a go-to for all there's, Halloween. It's <laughs> Halloween 4 perfection. <laughs> <laughs> that rooftop chasing. <laughs> I can see because G's doing... I, um, I, G, are you going as like a fan, or you, or did you get press for the Halloween convention? Uh, press. I just got it. Okay, like, good. So here you go. I can. Uh, see, and my friend is paying to go, so he's going with me. I can see G at the panels, start asking questions to the Halloween four people. Be like, <laughs> how was that rooftop scene? Oh my God. <laughs> can you explain? Can you explain? <laughs> like the rooftop scene. They're like, they're like, sure. they're like that's all you got from the movie. Four with uh, my friend and like. She was talking about like when the when the girl hopped on her back, and she was just like, "God, I'd be the worst babysitter ever." There's no way I would do that. I'm afraid of heights. We probably both fall out the window. <laughs> we both be dead. <laughs> wow. But like, I mean, we're gonna talk about that in next month. But when we look at the franchise, but Grady's such, Brady or Grady? Is it Grady or Brady, the boyfriend? Oh, Brady. Brady. <laughs> he's such an idiot, though. Like, he tries to be this tough guy to like actually hit. Michael Myers with the gun and he doesn't even get the bullets in and I'm like dude just go with the girls like it's it's very simple cool, bro. but um no, I'm being badass and save the day yeah I know no but I'm looking forward to it I'm glad that it's getting a lot of good reviews Jamie Lee is getting a lot of praise okay. she's get she's they said that it's one of her strongest performances in her career so I'm highly 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 looking forward to it and it's only an hour and 49 minutes so it's not too long yeah, at all time. so yeah, Sweet spot. <laughs> and with and with the news breaking this morning that the nun made fifty two million dollars. Yeah. There was 
It had to. Like, there has not been any horror movies. And, like, what was the last ho- good horror movie? Or, you know, hyped horror movie? Well, I guess The Purge was the last one that came out in the summer. Yeah, yeah but, but I that didn't... wasn't as hyped as much as fun. I think The Conjuring... Can we say The Conjuring is rating? I mean, uh... The universe? <laughs> no, well, the whole Conjuring universe, I think it's it's uh, ratings proof in terms of, like, review proof. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It's critic proof, I think. All those people that like The Conjuring, the, what's the other one? Uh, Annabelle. Annabelle, Annabelle Creation. Because yeah. Annabelle Creation had it a little differently. Annabelle Creation, like, just lasted a really long time. And it was able yeah, to... Annabelle Creation, like, quietly made $100 million. I didn't even really know it made that much money. So it took a, it took a while, but it made $100 million. So the whole, the whole you know... Conjuring universe yeah, is, I'm is like pro- all those like types of horror movies that like they all come from like the same kind of group. I guess, yeah, they they all like they all make money. And then um, so me and G were thinking, I'm like, because I said this like a year ago, and I've said it throughout the year. I I've seen Halloween making a hundred mil. I just after this movie made fifty two mil. I I just can't see Halloween not making a hundred mil. What's the record? It made how much? A hundred twenty five. hundred twenty three, I think. Hundred twenty three point seven, I think. Is so I, I may go on a limb and say one twenty five. Ooh, it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be like, I just wonder because like Halloween is like a pure like slasher film. If that like that subgenre, you know, it does have its fans, but it's not as like universal as say like you know it. Like so, there's a lot of people that like like the book and then like that kind of that kind of horror movie. So I uh, I think it did well too after. Because yeah, and then the big thing I because I met the whole I met pretty much the whole cast at the at a few conventions a month or two ago, and um, they have a lot of teenagers, and I think the fandom and more of the box office came after because I don't think teenagers that really didn't know it. Yeah, but teenagers they mostly do run the horror movie gross like. No, I'm talking about teeny boppers, like girls you would see, like like Jen. Jen always jokes when she sees those girls at the convention. She's like, "That would have been me if I met Leo in the '90s," type thing. Like it's those girls that are like, "Oh my god, he's so cute," type of type of deal. Being a teenager in high school, like you look forward to going to a horror movie. Yeah, right here on Thirty Second Street. Well, you know what Halloween is really going to benefit from is that release date, because like it's like in a prime spot to do open really well, and then like at least continue. Even I think like. On Halloween is going to be like a really big day for it in general. And the fact that Suspiria is not getting as great reviews as a lot of us anticipated, I think that's a good thing too. Because Suspiria, I think a lot of people are saying what G said from the beginning: it's too long. Yeah, how long is it? Two hundred. It's too long. I guess it's kind of artsy. artsy. It's two fifty-four, right? Yeah, it's long. (laughs) Artsy horror movie. Yeah, that's too much, man. Yeah, it's very like, artsy fartsy. I can appreciate artsy fartsy. So like I don't I mean I don't know if it's I think I still might enjoy it. I'm still concerned about that length. That's like a long time for a horror movie. Or but you like a que- cure for wellness and that was like two and a half hours. Yeah, I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, but it was long. <laughs> it was long, yeah. Yeah, I mean but I I think the spirit, like I kinda figure I, there was something like when I I was like I feel like people it's gonna be like split. Because, like, artsy horror movies like that either really hit with people or they don't. But even, like, the negative reviews for that weren't, like, bashing it, per se. Like, it was just, like... I mean, as know. good as the original is, like, I... Ugh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm still going to watch it, so we'll, we'll, we shall see. I'm kind of curious what kind of money that'll make, because I think there is still hype for it. Like, people, I think horror fans have really liked the trailers and all the promotional material for it. And, I mean, they have stars. 
Yeah. So the funny thing is, I since I recently saw the original for the first time and I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, Chloe, Chloe's role is not. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a two and a three hour movie. It might be extended a little bit, but she, it, her character in the original is in the movie for like two minutes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe but I figure they wouldn't cast like. Uh, I mean, she's a name, right? <laughs> who the what? Like I, I don't remember. Like who, Chloe. Oh yeah, Chloe's a name. Name. So like, I figure they wouldn't like cast her. They're just like. Killer in two minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's like taking the Jenna Lee thing and like taking it to an extreme. An extreme, yeah. super extreme. But yeah, but Coda Johnson, by the way, for like she's in this and then she's in that other movie that looks good, the the Bad Times at the El Royale. Wow. No reviews yet though, but I'm like highly. It looks like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, yeah. So and then but I like seeing I like seeing her like because I think she like, before Fifty Shades I had seen her in like other stuff and I was like. Oh, she's good, and then they that, those books and those movies nabbed her for three years. She reminds <laughs> me, but I think she's I don't know because Kristen Stewart's gotten better, but she's she's on the Kristen Stewart train. Like you know, how Kristen Stewart had to really get that that disgusting yeah. scent of I Twilight used, off her, and I now she's yes, Kristen Stewart. <laughs> oh really? You're I used to. Well, I used to because I always felt that she was much like her character in Twilight, and she always bugged me in interviews because she's like one of those girls that's like really awkward. She's very she And I was like, oh, God, enjoy the fact that you're famous. Calm down. Like, like be more like Emma Stone. Learn from her. <laughs> yeah, apparently at, at uh, Telluride last week, she was like the star of like the favorite of favorite panels after the movie that everyone was saying how like adorable she is. So oh. as opposed to Christian Stewart. But no, I think she's doing better. She's making better movies now. So I think Dakota Johnson's on the same thing. With- well, however, Christian Stewart is in that Charlie's Angels reboot. <laughs> I mean that it's funny because those movies need someone with personality, and she's yeah, she has like none. I know that's, <laughs> that's, that's the funny part. When I first saw the cast, I was like, "Who in the hell, Elizabeth, like Elizabeth Banks?" And you're funny. So what are you doing? Well, I mean, you guys like I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna speak for Lou, but you, I know Jenny does. You like the other remakes, right? Yeah, I like the first two. They're Ugh. fun. They're fun. You didn't like them at all. Well, Drew Barrymore's in. I mean, yeah. I mean, you hate Drew Barrymore, but Cameron Diaz is fun. Everyone likes Cameron Diaz. I can't believe she's retired. I oh man, I don't like Cameron Diaz too much. You don't like Cameron Diaz? I like her in the mask. She's okay. She was good in Vanilla Sky. She, she was good in Don't say Gangs of New York. I was about to see she's no, no, I wasn't. No, no. <laughs> Being John Malkovich. <laughs> she's extremely irritating in Gangs of New York. But uh but no, I don't hate I don't dislike her as much as Well what's your feelings oh. on Lucy Luke? <laughs> I I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> she has I, she's I all, have zero I, radar. <laughs> I literally heard about her in Charlie's Angels, and I I don't really remember anything big that she did. So. Kill Bill. She who was she in Kill Bill? She was the uh she was one of the oh my god she was in the first one she was the, I was gonna say the Asian that's obvious. <laughs> it's gonna bug me that I don't remember the name offhand. Well, Hold if you, on. If you think about it, mention it later. Um, I will. But yeah, I mean we can we'll see what happens with Suspiria. I mean, Suspiria is gonna. Oh be- yeah, she was Oren Ishii. She was the, the in the she was one of the assassins. She's in the first one. They have a big fight scene at the end. Of the oh, at the one. end of the movie. Yes, yes, I actually do remember now. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Like, and Suspir- she was on Ally McBeal. Uh, no, no one, no one here except Jenny watch Ally McBeal. No, no way. Where is she at? <laughs> I think she was a fan of that show. So, oh yeah, actually, yeah, she is because I remember when she started watching Supergirl, she was like, "Oh my god, Ally McBeal's in this." You know, <laughs> it's like, really hooked. 
instantly hooked. She loves Supergirl. Supergirl's pretty good. I've seen a couple episodes. They were hyping up a lot yesterday at the convention Black Lightning for season two. I like Black Lightning. You know what? You probably should get all. You should probably get all in on that again. I think season two is gonna be real good. I I, I saw the first two episodes. I liked it. I just never. I just never finished uh, it. Seventy five percent of the first season. I gotta finish it. And um, Lou, you didn't see the nun, right? Actually, we got to do our weekly segment. What did you see this week? What? Oh, yesterday I saw. Um, He's like peppermint. The, ter- <laughs> the terrible remake of Cabin Fever. Does a remake of Cabin Fever? Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, I, I actually own that. An, really? an unnecessary sequel. Why do you own that? <laughs> oh, I know. I own almost any horror movie, no matter how. Uh, uh, yeah, not a sequel. Sorry, it's a it's a remake, and it was just it's not as good as the original. I, was do you original? guys like the original Cabin Fever? Because I do, and I, I know a lot different. of people. I'm in there. I like it. It was okay. Is that wait? Uh, That's the one with Sean. From I was about to say that was the one with Sean Hunter. Yeah, this one has. My if my friend doesn't like it because he likes the more serious aspects of it, but he hates when it kind of drifts into like joking territory a little bit. Like he doesn't know what kind of like the tone, like what the tone should be. But I, I actually liked it a lot. I am like so indifferent because I don't remember much of it. Yeah, it was okay. This one was yeah, worse. terrible. It was terrible. But it was like worse than the original. That's all for this. That's all you saw. No, uh, I saw the weekend. Uh, the, the weekend. No, the rapper. It. I mean, the R and B singer. No, it's a movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's actually a, a a London, I guess, hood movie. Oh, oh. Cool. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And you find saw, any hood movie you can. Huh? Hey, it was there. He's and a he's I saw that Netflix original um, that came out. Um, the after party that was good. Is that a hood movie too? Exactly. I, I, I guess you consider a hood movie, but it's about a. It, it, it really posts fun at like today's like SoundCloud rappers, and they're trying to get on. And it, it has like a whole bunch of like, I guess rappers and like famous people like making cameos in it. It's, it's pretty funny. That's a pretty funny movie. I would recommend that to anybody. Lou's gonna direct the hood movie about the Joe Budden Eminem beef. Yes, that's that's coming up. I see that coming straight to stars. It's funny. I, G cracked me up when he texted when we were talking about it. And G's like, "Don't you get an age that you have to stop beefing?" Uh, no, no I don't really. think so. Because you, you angry, you angry. Yeah. Because I think Jay... Well, I feel like at a certain point, it looks ridiculous when you're 45 fucking years old just well, you're 45 going back and forth with someone. <laughs> yeah, but they're both old. Yeah, they're both like... Well, then, like, going when you're 45, like, didn't he do that? Didn't he diss that other young white rapper? <laughs> oh, MJK? MGK? Yeah. MGK is terrible, though. I like his like, response, but, but still, I... But, like, why are you 45 and trying to diss someone so who's, like, how old is he? Here's, I mean, to to get off the movie subject for a second, I Lou can get in this because he's our music guy. So what I think is that M's career has over the last ten years has been, I'm Absolutely. better better the better word is I don't think there's any better word than terrible. Yeah, he hasn't made a great album on a steady decline. <laughs> Ever since Eminem show, it's been yeah. encore was terrible. He hasn't had a good album. And a lot of people thought that when Marshall Mathers 2 came out, it was going to be M, like the M we know and love. There's some good tracks in there, but it wasn't anything special. Yeah, so what I think is that's where everyone thought he was going to be, and the album turned out to be what it was, and then everyone pretty much called it that it was a rap for him. Like, he sucks. Like, he's not as good as he used to be. Yeah, then he hyped up his last hurrah with uh, Recovery, and that fell flat. Yeah, so I think this album... He did it right, and he did everything that he hasn't done in, like, forever. He realized that he can release an album now without being, you know, doing any promotions. He can just do it, and he released it, and he decided to be himself because I think this is the most himself he's ever been in probably since 15 years. Yeah. So 
he decided to just trash on people and that's what he used to do he used to call people out by name so he just called out the wrong person because joe budden absolutely murdered him on the podcast last week yeah uh, but what i found funny about this this album was like basically like he was complaining the whole album we were complaining about his last album and us complaining about that album but then us complaining about that album gave him the gave us the album that we wanted yeah, that's true. It's like, why did you just do that in the first place, basically, kind of thing? And I know it's a long listen, G, but if you get a chance, I would listen to Button's response because it's yeah. very in detail, very in depth. So, very good response. Right. And, well, uh, as long as they explain to me why 45 year olds are t- dissing each other. <laughs> no, Joe's not 45. Yeah, he's like in his late 30s. He's 38. Well, I mean, Eminem's 45. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh,. Yeah, I, I mean, they could be, I, I they could be like Cardi B throwing shoes at each other. I mean, <laughs> what happened? Bro. They could be like Cardi, Cardi B threw, threw her shoe Bro. at Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I, it's funny. It's funny because I, I got on Jen because you know how Jen is like all about Anna Wintour and stuff like that. Uh-huh. How Cardi B was literally on Fashion Row with sitting next to Anna Wintour. Uh-huh. And I like, I'm like, yo, that's your girl. And she just that's said, still, still girl. she just said, fuck yo, Cardi. Somebody said something about my daughter. I'm throwing a shoe at them. So, <laughs> fuck so it's literally like she dissed her. In a, in a, they were like arguing. And Nikki, I think Nikki said something about her daughter. They made a jab about her daughter. It got like personal. And that's and I guess like that's what Cardi B wrote in like the Instagram post. Like how they, she's been coming at her for a long time. But then it finally got really personal. And that's what set her off. I hate Nicki Minaj. Like, I hate her. I don't like any one of them anymore. I don't find her music is all right, but I just don't like whatever persona she's trying to sell. It's fucking annoying. I think, and it's not, like, if it, I had to choose between both, I think Cardi B seems more genuine. Yeah. Than, yeah. Than Nicki. Because I stopped liking, I used to really like Nicki because she had, like, a really good flow. And then she dropped. Nah, her personality just trash. Yeah. And it just got, she got, oh, you know, she went the Drake route with going commercial, yeah. but she took it to like another level of commercial, and she. F- no, I think she failed. That's what happened. Well, she sold, and well, you really? I think she. Failed. I think that Starship yeah, song. Everyone, I think G yeah, still sings it at the at the restaurant. You're gonna say she went the Drake. <laughs> it plays at our restaurant, and so does Pound the Alarm. Oh and if my I could, god! And if I could play Anaconda there, I would, but it's, oh I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if we say she went the Drake route, Jake has like a like a whole. Book of hits that like she only has like two or three. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I'm saying, you know saying? that like she went that route, but she failed. Like she it didn't really go that well for her. And then to to finish this rap battle debate on the podcast, uh, uh, Meek Mill and Drake made up last night. I saw. I never thought that would what happen. An interesting weekend for for hip hop. Uh, R uh, P to Mac Miller, by the way. Yes, R I P. I never listened to his music, but yeah. but I mean, I heard good things about yeah, it. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's what kind of shows me like with certain younger people like him like i'm out of touch because like i hadn't heard anything by him like but you know a lot of my like my brother of course knows who he was and was trying to tell me and then i found out i actually did a song with ariana grande that i did know like a while ago but yeah like there are some of these younger generations of people they have like hardcore fans it's just funny how like there's a generational gap where you're just like i don't really know anything well he was more huge with like the generation like right after us especially with the college crowd yeah did you guys see that I don't know who did. I think it was the family. Before the cops came back to examine everything, they cleaned the entire house of all the drug paraphernalia and oh, stuff right. like that. Yeah, so that's like a big thing going on with that. Okay. So. Oh, and she had to. You see, how she had to disable or Ariana Grande had to disable her comments. People are terrible. That's, that's just Instagram. Yeah. Someone was like blaming her. <laughs> sure. So rest in peace, Mac Miller. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good influence. I think this 
the squash all the beef. I don't yeah. think Eminem and Joe Budden are going to do that anytime <laughs> Instead soon. Instead of throwing <laughs> shoes at each other, why don't y'all embrace? <laughs> uh, and that's another one I don't think will will be done anytime soon. No, because like Nicki Minaj knows, like she's yesterday's fucking news. That's sad, isn't it? <laughs> and yesterday was like what, like a f- she had a last hit, what, like two years ago, two three years ago? For Nicki? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, more than that. I don't even know what her last hit was. Anaconda, I guess. Oh, fair. Yeah, her last like you mean like like single hit, I guess. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, she has that Takashi that Six Nine song that's popping right now. Wait, what, was, uh, was was Truffle was Truffle Butter a hit? No. Wait, wait, wait. This, oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let's rewind. There's a song <laughs> called. There's a, a lot of David right you now. You don't know. You don't know Truffle There's Butter. There's a song called Truffle Butter. Yeah, it's Nicki Minaj. It's and Drake Truffle and like Lil Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we. I feel like we've been through this. I I don't remember this. It's oh, so man. it's so good. And then when my friend realized what Truffle Butter was, he was like, I can't listen to this anymore. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, right now, Jenny would be like, "Get back to movies, you fuckers!" You're like, "Okay, we cannot need to talk about trouble." Now. I know. Let's go talk about <laughs> movies now, and let us let let you guys know that Grease Two is a national treasure. Wow. <laughs> I should lie to her. Like you know, they talk about truffle butter and grease too. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna listen to this. So it's, you're... It's, hit, it's hidden. It's a hidden message. <laughs> wow. But going back to the nun. So I saw it last night, and it's at twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. It was. I didn't love. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Like it's, it's definitely not worthy of a twenty nine percent. You think it's worthy or not worthy? No, no, it's not worthy of a twenty nine percent. Yeah, I, I personally, better. for me, I would put it on in the fifties. 50 55 that's where i would kind of lean on it because it's very if you're into the slow build horror film Mm -hmm. this is for you because really i would say after the opening nothing happens for like i would say an hour maybe g almost like 45 minutes or an hour yeah what jen said and i agree with her it's it felt like a 90s cliche horror movie because every cliche in a horror movie you saw the walking in the dark with a light, with like a yeah. a lantern. <laughs> the, the, about to turn off. Something dropping every second. Uh-huh. Poor man's Brendan Fraser. <laughs> wow. Oh, I liked him. You like him? <laughs> I liked him until like the end. I was watching it, and then when he came in, like with the, I think he had like a rope or the gun around him, and he had the shirt and the suspense. I'm like, yo, this this is Brendan Fraser and the Mummy. Like, and <laughs> every '90s cliche for a horror film. However. I think the end like is so strong. It really sticks the landing with, I. They kind of s- connect everything. everything. Okay, cool. And I'm like, I'm watching it, and I'm okay. literally sitting there, and I'm like, all right, I get this, I get her, her origin a little bit, but I don't understand how this has anything to do with the Conjuring. How does she take? How does she take into effect the Conjuring too? Mm-hmm. And you see that, and it's fucking great. Okay. So, it's making a lot of money, and uh, I, my, one of my friends. Facebook, who didn't like it, complained about all the jump scares, how it was like mainly a jump scare movie. And I understand that like jump scares in horror movies is a cheap ploy, but sometimes jump scares are done very well. And there were a few that actually legit made me jump. I think the uh, one towards the, the end. So if they're well, if, yeah, if they're well executed, I don't care if you have jump scares in it. The one towards the end is the only one that got me. I didn't see that coming at all. So, uh, but I do see this movie falling off next week at the bottom. Oh, it's about to drop a hard 55%. But even if it drops hard, it's, it's a lock for grossing like a hundred million dollars at least. And it only had a $22 million budget. It's already a hit. Yeah, it's, it's true. I was, I was ready for the nuts too, guys. I was talking (laughs) and it's funny because they've, they've done well with, 
lately, not just not just Blumhouse, but I think bad originals have better sequels. Like look at Ouija Origin of Evil as opposed to Ouija, and then look at Annabelle yeah. Creation and Annabelle. So if we do get a Nun two, maybe it'll be really good. Yeah, probably different. Are we actually getting a Conjuring three? Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine, Tom, and he's a big horror film fan as well, and he's mentioned that the plot seems very like they're gonna deal with the Annabelle case themselves, like the because the Warrens dealt with the Annabelle case. It seems like they're leaning towards that. So I'm not wow. sure because at the end of the first Annabelle's when they call the Warrens, right? Yeah. So I think from what he said, it might lead with that. So I'm not sure. I mean. I don't think it's coming out anytime soon. How did you like uh, Vera Vera Farmiga's sister? I like her. I've always liked her though. Um, I thought she was good. I she looks. I this is the first time I've ever seen her. So uh, she looks. Exact- Wait, she's on American. She's on American Horror Story. Who is she on American Horror Story? She's on the first season. She's the daughter on the first season, and on uh, Coven, she's violent. Oh, I haven't seen Coven, so. I, oh okay. Yeah. yeah, and she's gonna be on this new season too. Oh okay. I hope you don't suck. You start this week, please don't suck. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a good episode this week. You know how it goes, man. <laughs> I know it always starts well, and then it's gonna be Ryan great, Murphy and then and then up. it's gonna get into like okay, and then it's gonna be bad, and then she's gonna be Ryan like she's gonna boycott the show, like and then he'll watch the show again in the oh, next season. I know, and then they'll do something next season. We're like, all right, I'm back in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's move on to our main topic for today, which is looking at movie endings. Uh I can say that a lot of TV shows and movies could be great, but the movie, the, the way the movie ends kind of says, changes our opinion on it because they don't stick the landing very well. Like, for, first thing that comes to mind is, like, Dexter. You can yeah. love the show, but the ending is so bad. Lost. It makes you almost hate the entire show. <laughs> Lost. Lou just mentioned Lost, so. Lost is another one, too. So I felt, let's let's try to see what we can do with movies. Like, what are our favorite movie endings that... While it may not be our favorite movies, our, the endings are just amazing. So, do you guys have any honorables? Or... Yeah. All right. I have some. All right, Lou, go ahead. Kick it off. Let's do it. Let's open up that notes app. <laughs> uh, my honorable mentions are Prisoners. Oh, I love the ending of Prisoners. Oh, so good. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about Prisoners. Uh, the Others. I can't speak yeah. on that one. I haven't seen The Others. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, damn. You should. I'm sure you know that. Halloween homework. You need to see that. It's a good movie. Pretty. That's a pretty famous ending. If I, if I can find it on, is it on Netflix? Uh, don't know. I don't know. Um, All right. But that was I'll, cool I'll that you, what, you, you, what, you avoided the ending this long. Yeah, I was like yeah. Saying, yeah I, I actually don't, don't know the ending. ending. I have no idea. Uh, oh, that's cool that you. That, yeah, that's the best part. So don't let anyone ruin it. All right. <laughs> uh, there will be blood. Yes. And the thing. Those were honorables. Uh, the obviously the night, the, 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 the John Carpenter one. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, G. <laughs> Did you see the new one? The one from 2010? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. What like, is it? Is it a prequel or a sequel? It's a prequel. It's a prequel? Right? So it's it's everyone that was there before they got there, pretty much? <laughs> pretty much. Oh, okay. All right. So I guess yeah, everyone. The, 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 the monster effects are really good, though. And the, there's a lot of gore. It's I'm fun. guessing everyone dies since there's no one there when oh, they get there. <laughs> All right, G. What, what are your uh, honorables? All right, I got um, the others, uh, the Departed. Uh, I threw in Infinity War as honorable. Uh, Too soon. La La, uh, I know, right? Uh, La La Land. As an honorable, okay. I'm glad you actually put it in yeah, there. Good shit. It, it almost, it almost, I almost topped it. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, I should have uh, about that one. And uh, American Beauty. Nice. How does that end again? <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to ruin all of it. Well, uh, Spoiler alert, we're Chris- going to ruin a lot here if you haven't seen any of these movies. Well, uh, Kevin Spacey gets uh, in the head. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, there you go. Super, yeah. 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 All right. Cool. It all kind of like it all kind of kind of comes together really well. It's all shot really well too. All right. It's a cool build. All right. Cool. So my honorable mentions are a movie I don't think Lucene or um, G uh, Enemy. No, I haven't. But I've heard good things about it's, it. It's. I don't want to spoil the ending. I had the ending written down, but it's very surprising of where it goes. Okay. It's kind of like what when I became a fan of Denis Villeneuve. It's same director of Prisoners. Okay. So the ending is wild, but it has a lot of meaning to it. So I'd highly recommend it. Uh, it's not long. It's like an hour and 30 minutes. Okay. So it's not too long. Um, I have The Empire Strikes Back. Cause I like, Who was honorable? Yeah. So because the, reveal, <laughs> because the reveal of Luke is not the ending of the movie. I mean, of, of Vader being the father is not the ending of the movie to me. Yeah, I never really so the ending of the movie, I've, that's why I looked at it as when they're on the ship. And everyone's going on their own separate ways, and it's a very subdued ending because you kind of don't know where what's going to happen. Yeah. So I thought that was that does they do a great job. You're probably gonna I'm gonna get a gas from G right now, but Planet of the Apes is on my honorable mention. Yes. That's surprising. You know why? No, but you know why? Because <laughs> I this is you mentioned like I don't know the ending of the others. I knew the ending of Planet of the Apes before I saw it, so it really didn't have an effect on me. I'm like, oh, he was in New York the whole time. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, I have Inception as an honorable mention nice. because to this day we're still talking about the top, the spinning top. Um, I also have the graduate. <laughs> I, I, I also have the graduate. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I forgot about the shit. Oh, you haven't seen the graduate? No, I have, but I forgot. But I forgot the ending is good. It's good because it makes you seem like it's gonna like they set it up to be like a happy ending, and then. Right when you least expect it, when the soundtrack hits to the end of the movie, the ending completely changes for you in terms of what the reaction really is. So that loved it. Um, I have Whiplash. The ending of Whiplash is fantastic. Is it your honorable mention? Yeah, because I, I because the next thing I need is G you or Jennifer. You probably that in your top ten, didn't you? I do. Yeah. But the last uh, thing I need is Jennifer Ross and you being like, "Oh, you're just a Chazelle fanboy that you have both of them." No, uh, the the India Whiplash is amazing. Yeah. I mean that's what makes it one of my favorite movies in the last like few years. That oh, whole it's so like, good. And then finally, my last honorable mention is the Social Network. How oh, how he like is uh. So like he's like fresh, like he's at his girlfriend's the the page at the end. Yeah, so I think I think because the friend request comes after the deliberations all done, when he pretty much screwed over his best friend, uh-huh. and he kind of realizes he really doesn't have anyone and he goes back to the first person that believed. I, would you say G that believed him or it was just there for him there for him yeah, yeah. the first person that was there for him and tries to get that friendship back and it just ends and you don't know whether she accepts but, it or not yeah I think. The, the heartbreaking part about that ending too I got heartbreaking because he was kind of an asshole but all that money and all the stuff that he ends up with kind of that he will get in the end like for seeking ownership of Facebook and all that yeah how he's just completely alone though yeah like no friend no real friends anymore like yeah jennifer ross if you're listening to this i wonder social if he was really like that like because you know there's like the yeah the whole that's true. well because everyone has their interpretation of how that story played out 
He, yeah, does, he well, he doesn't like it. I know, of course, yes. Uh, but yeah, I just wonder if he really was that kind of person. And uh, Jennifer Ross, listen to G and I. Social network is amazing. It is. Can't All right. So I get. I'll kick off my uh, <laughs> ten through, ten through six. Yes, ten through six. So I have a lot of old movies on here, guys. So you're probably gonna be like, ah, oh, fuck. So my number ten is Sunset Boulevard. And any of you guys seen Sunset Boulevard? Yeah. I have not, uh, but it wasn't a lot. I was looking at Elbow's list. It was on a bunch of people's lists online. So, if you watch Sunset Boulevard, pretty much the whole movie is Norma Desmond, uh, Gloria Swanson. She is pretty much an old silent film actress who just wants one last moment of fame. So that she does get her last moment of fame when she is being taken down by the police. You've seen the movie. I don't want to spoil it for G, but something happens, and while she's being taken down. The stairs, all the cameras on her, all the lights are flashing, and she's like, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeVille. And it ends that way. I thought, I think that's brilliant, especially because despite of the action that happened, she does have her last moment of fame. Uh, my number nine may surprise people is Scarface. Okay. I, to this day, I, despite the movie, not for me, it's I still love it, but it doesn't hold up as well as it used to when I was younger. Uh I love the ending. I think that ending is fucking phenomenal. And it's ridiculous. It's extremely over the top. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think... I, how many times do you got, think Pacino got shot in no, that? Easily two. <laughs> like, I, I, and how many times did they shoot it? <laughs> they're, they're, they're like... They have the aim of stormtroopers. <laughs> and Pacino <laughs> has, like, the chest of, like, a man that lives with a bulletproof. Because, yep. like, he got shot, like, at least... The Luke Cage of Cuban mobsters. Right? He's the Luke Cage of Cuban mobsters. <laughs> So, but I do love, I've always felt the symbolism of him being shot in the back is great because if he didn't kill Manny, Manny would be watching his back. And the fact that he got killed in the back is brilliant. Uh, My number seven, no, my number eight is The Godfather. So I love the end of The Godfather because it shows the disconnect between Michael and his family and him taking in the Corleone mob family and putting Kay to the side when he lies to her about killing uh, Carlo and he closes the door on her while being kissed on the, on the hand by Clemenza. I think that's great. And my number seven, here comes, uh, actually, no, the next, the next one might be on G's list. So I have the usual suspects as my number seven. Not bad. That's on my list. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The reason is because I if I had if I had knew the twist before I had seen the movie, I probably wouldn't have it on my list. But it got me. Like I didn't see it coming when I first saw Usual Suspects. You saw it coming, or no, no, I did not see it coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatsoever. I, I knew the twist beforehand. That's why they made my list. Yeah, right. It, I mean, it's it's a good twist, but if you yeah. know it, it doesn't it doesn't hit you. Um, and my number six is Casablanca. Uh, gee, tell me you've seen Casablanca. <laughs> I have seen Casablanca. Oh. <laughs> So the, I know I got I got to get an education on the classic movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I love I love the end of Casablanca because it's it kind of goes into my number five. It's not a happy ending. You kind of I I got into this with Jen yesterday. The whole movie kind of sets up that you'd think she's gonna leave her man for Humphrey Bogart uh-huh. and she doesn't, and it leads to some of the best lines ever in film. So that is my number six. All right, Lou, what's your 10 through 6? My number 10 is Scarface. Yeah. Basically the same reason as you said. 
Uh, my number nine is Psycho. Number eight is nice. Infinity War. It's so it's so new. <laughs> it is new. That's why that's why it, that's why honorable mentioned it because I think it is new, but I think it still hits and works well. Yeah, it's still a great ending. Probably the best ending of no no no. No, good. I would agree of the MCU. I would say that's yeah, the best ending of the MCU. Yeah, I, was, I, I was about to say a superhero movie, but wait, no, let's wait. wait. <laughs> I, got, I got more on the list. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, we got to talk about that. That's um, number seven is Planet of the Apes, and number six is Fight Club. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right, go ahead. G. All right, uh, number ten. It might be kind of surprising, but uh, I have Saw at number ten. Oh, I uh, forgot about. So, uh, I'd like no. the movie's not perfect, but the, I think the ending, like, because yeah, so. I see coming all, uh, still really hits. I'll, still really- I'll give that an honorable mention because I love the ending. Because I, I don't think if anyone ever tells you that they saw that coming, they're full of oh, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, nine. I got Donnie Darko. Oh, that's uh, so sad. <laughs> I know it is, but you know, but it's still. But I mean, I, I was wondering, like, if like, with these endings, if they have to be something that just shocks you, or if it just emotionally like resonates and stays with you. So I kind of went for both with some of these. Yeah. Uh, number eight, I have Planet of the Apes. Okay. Uh, also because when I first saw it, I had no idea. Like I, even though like I saw it later. Uh, well, well, not later in life. I was still pretty young, but old enough to kind of have that reveal be told to me. But it was. It wasn't, so it was completely surprising to me. Okay. Uh, seven, I have uh, Whiplash. Okay. Um, for the reasons I for the reasons I was surprised that it did not make it into your top. Uh, and then uh, at six, I have the Sixth Sense. Okay. I know you don't like the Sixth Sense, but that the ending's good, man. <laughs> they got cornered at me over the years, so I just didn't make my list. But I guess it's a good ending. We can say that. It is. Yeah. I, I think it's funny that you. Ugh, what don't you like about it? Oh, the movie. Yeah. I've always felt that it's been. I don't know. Maybe because it was overrated to me. It like was, it was it's corny now. And even when I saw it, I was like, I guess because you kind. <laughs> I, listen, and I may sound like an asshole, but I usually do. Um, I really think like by mid of the mid movie, you kind of see it coming. A little bit. It's not as to me. It it's not. I don't know. The first time I saw it, I don't think I saw it. But uh, for me, it just got pop culture to death. Yeah. yeah, and I and I hate that. Oh. Kid. I hate Haley Joel. <laughs> I can't stand Haley Joel. Well, I didn't. Hate, I didn't hate him until I didn't hate him until Pay It Forward. I oh I hate Pay It Forward. It's supposed like and like I don't see I don't get what that ending says. Like he does all this good shit and then he gets shanked. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Oh, and I forgot to honorable mention. I saw this on the list, and I forgot to honorable mention uh, Primal Fear, which I think has a really good ending. Is that, uh, Primal Fear the, the Ed Norton movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. All right, so let's go to my five through two. My number five is La La Land. Uh, it's yeah. what? Yeah, for you, yeah. <laughs> it's a great ending. You, yeah, yeah. No, it is a good ending. That's why honorable so, mention like, it. You, you know what the thing is for me? Why I put it over Whiplash? I mean, if, if I had to do it, I would probably tied whiplash with 10 with sunset boulevard but i don't want to include both but like what i like about la la is just the whole the whole epilogue man it's not just the fact that they don't end up together which i do like it's the whole um the whole musical it's like an eight minute epilogue and i think that's so great it just brings back 
the old 1950s musical and that's one of the reasons i love the movie so much so and the the score everything is just so amazing so but i get why whiplash is on your list because it's fucking great and the way it ends the way it just like goes to black it's great uh my number four is seven yeah, I mean, it's higher on mine, but yeah. <laughs> I, know, probably, I know, I figured that. Uh, <laughs> so, box? I mean, I'll wait, I'll wait till you talk about it, so we'll talk about it more there. So my number four is seven. My number three is Psycho. Nice. Uh, so for the reasons that we've talked about before, it's just I love I love how Hitchcock pans. You, you see a wide shot first, and he just pans into Norman talking as Norma, pretty much consumed by Norman at the moment. And the whole mention of the fly, that he's yeah. not even going to harm a fly, I think it's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> so he's a transvestite. Sorry, I still love that. <laughs> I love when they have to explain the, at the end, and that, that one like, cop is like, oh, so he's a transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Oh, it's, it's such a like 1960 response. Like, hey, what, what, I don't understand it. It's crazy <laughs> because a man, like a woman. <laughs> if, you, if you watch all of Hitchcock's movies, he never explains anything. But I felt like he had to explain this because it would have led to what you said. Like everyone would have been like, "Oh, I guess he's just a transvestite or whatever." <laughs> and, and then my number two is Halloween. That's good. Ooh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So Halloween for is it is it on anyone else's list? No. Yeah, it's on mine. Okay, so we'll talk about it then. All right, what's your five through two? Five through two for me is number five, Inception. Uh, obviously the top top. That we're still talking about it till now. Um, the whole movie was great, but then it's just like that, and it just brought everything together. As far as like, it kind of brings you into the not sureness of the characters yeah. about themselves. And to be honest, I if you don't pay complete attention to that movie, you're com- you're like no, what? You're lost. You're lost the yeah. entire. No, movie. you can't even go to the bathroom. <laughs> you can't leave for like a minute. And it's a three-hour <laughs> movie, gee. So yeah, you know, I've watched. I've actually that's one of the movies I've watched over and over again because I would hate to like. You know, when you talk about movies like that, and you talk about why you like them and why they're so great, there's always that one person that was like, "Well, it would confuse me. Did you understand it?" <laughs> like they want you to go into detail about if you understood it or not, and, and like, like why. Yes, on the twenty so first time, I finally got. Yeah, and basically, I'm like, yeah, after like that twenty times, I finally got it. <laughs> so but, like, it's do we? But that's th- the kind of movie you should watch like that, though. Like, I mean, I, I, I like what what he does with it, and like same thing with like Memento, and like some of his other movies it's like it's not all straightforward you like you should be able to you should have to watch certain things like over and over again to really get every nuance and everything that he's trying to do and then it's also open to your interpretation too like when stuff like that kind of bends reality you know he might have his intention of what he was trying to do and you might have your own outlook on what he was trying to do and i think that's what he wants and despite like him not telling us if it drops or not he kind of hints at things yeah he does because i think it all has to do with the wedding ring so, yeah. all right, go ahead. Luke. All right, number four is the Departed. Uh, does that surprise ending when you think? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Where everybody, where everybody dies. Yeah, here comes <laughs> Marky Mark and the Funky Punch. Dude, <laughs> I remember. Last man standing. I remember the first time I saw that movie, and I'm like, "Oh, Leo's gonna get away. Everything's gonna be good." And boom, he just gets shot in the head. I'm like, "Oh, that." Uh, uh, I'll never forget this. The first time I saw it in the theater, when he got shot, a girl behind me screamed like out loud. Like oh, it was like it was like almost watching a horror movie. She's like, "Ah!" Wait, was, was that like, oh, Jenny shit. in L.A.? Uh, <laughs> no, right. Oh, that would be Jenny. Uh, number three is Saw. 
just because that's uh, one of the most iconic horror movies yeah. ever. Agreed. Uh, and then the, the music, too, at the end. Yeah, and like so, you said, if anybody called that ending, it was bullish shit. Yeah. No, there's, there's probably that one person. That, why would he be laying there the whole time? And you know what the crazy thing is? You can rewatch the movie. <laughs> And you know how sometimes you go back and you're like, they give. Cl- I don't think Juan gives any clues that that that's him. No, and good for Tobin Bell, who probably thought that 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 lying on the floor would not result in like <laughs> multiple multiple movies to be. <laughs> and another well, one. Good com- for him. And another one coming soon. I read. Oh really? Yeah. Well, Jigsaw was awful. No, I like Jigsaw, right. but I mean, good. Jigsaw. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't great, but it was. I I really like the twist. It was better than any business being. <laughs> I would say, I would say it's the best twist is maybe part three. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was much better than like the previous like. Because I like I, I love the first three. Part three was the kid in the safe, right? No, it was part two. Which one was part two? Part three is that, you know how he the, the cop was going through the maze, uh-huh. was going on at the same time, as just. The oh, sur- yeah, 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 so or no, Jigsaw was already dead by the time he got to the end. I it was it was. I, I, I think I the two was the safe because I and the two he gave a hint yeah. because he's yeah. like if you if you you know be patient everything's gonna be fine or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, all right, and uh, my number two is Logan. That was the I was gonna say the best superhero ending until this one. Oh, I didn't think about Logan. I think Logan has a way better ending than Infinity War as far as just closing out a character. Oh, well, yeah, I would agree there. I guess because no one saw the Infinity War ending coming. Like, I I don't think anyone called that. But they're both I great. I, I knew that something was going to happen. Not, I, didn't, I didn't think there were certain characters. I'm like, not to Spider-Man, not to yeah. Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty, I, I saw the snap coming. I just didn't think. I would, I would accept, like, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Why are you getting on Vision for? Because he wag, man. He's like the waggest person in the movie. I think Vision went out the worst out of anybody. He died twice. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, didn't mean to put, I didn't mean to put Scarlet Witch in there because, like, she's kind of boring until she starts using her powers and shit. And then you're like, all right, I, I see you. <laughs> I like Scarlet Witch a lot. It's funny. Speaking of Marvel, before we move on, um... I love G's anger this week on the chat when oh. he's like, oh, Brie Larson's teasing. And she's like, somebody needs to tell Brie Larson what breaking the internet means. <laughs> yeah, because she, I thought we were getting a trailer. And she was like, oh, Entertainment Weekly, are you ready to break the internet tomorrow? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's you on a fucking cover. I mean, you look great. <laughs> you look, you look great. You look great in the outfit. And then the other pictures that are in the magazine, they look great, too. But I thought we were getting a trailer. That doesn't break the internet. I would say we're getting it. I think we're getting it in the next few weeks. I think this is the beginning of the pushing. Hopefully, because I mean they're done with that man. They're they're done with Infinity War Blu-ray stuff. So I think this is start the push of Captain. Ant Man made a ton of money worldwide. I didn't realize. I guess it like opened really big in China like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I mean the Meg is making money overseas too. <laughs> yeah, if over four hundred million. Yeah, I think, but I really think it's just flourishing. Just the fact that the MCU kind of pushed back this year a little bit. As they needed to. Yeah. Because so we got Ant Man and Captain Marvel, and it's crazy thing. Yeah, this is the least amount of release they've ever done. Yeah, because they usually do like, would say, three or four a year. They did three this year, and they only have. Oh no, they go back to normal next year. But I guess this is the biggest spread from time because they only have two from. Yeah, look, because they only have two from May to May, and that's like very rare for them. But yeah, that's your number two. All right, G, what's your five through two? All right, number five, I got The Empire Strikes Back. Um, so the reason I include that here, and, like, it's the same reason why Honorable mentioned, like, Infinity War, and more because, like, 
I don't know if it was a thing back then, but to kind of end uh, like a big popcorn blockbuster movie where there is no real resolution, like everything's kind of bleak, like your heroes are kind of displaced and like you don't really have all the answers. I think that's kind of like a, a brave thing to do. I don't know if it was considered brave back then. I'm assuming it was. Um, especially for that movie to come out at a time when there was no like internet and stuff and everything telling you like, well, don't worry, you're going to get another one soon. Like where you have to like wait to see what they were going to do next. I That's why I think the ending, the overall ending of it resonates with me a lot. Uh, even though the actual like Darth Vader reveal is not at the end, I think just the the, the overall like conclusion the bleak, of the movie, the bleakness. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Four, I have the usual suspects because uh, I didn't see it coming at all whatsoever. Um, three, I have Psycho. Oh, um, match there. Pretty much for the same reasons that you mentioned. And then uh, two, I have Halloween. Oh, so we matched on three too. Yeah, I still say Halloween. We got to see. I mean, since the reviews are good, I I hope it doesn't take away from the ending of this one because yeah, the ending of this one is so good. Yeah, yeah. And I've always said it's like the personification of evil and yeah, it's new. And then going like back to like every location that he was in. I always think like I'd love to watch Halloween as like a like a test without the score. Because I remember Carpenter oh said... Would, that, it still, would it still be scary? Yeah, because Carpenter, <laughs> when he screened Halloween for the first time, he didn't have a score. Oh. And they hated it. And he said it was going to be terrible. I would love to see how that movie comes off without a score. Huh. I don't well, even there's think... Certain, there's certain scenes I can't even imagine when, like, when he's chasing her across the street and there's like, no music. It's just him walking. <laughs> it's just him walking. And her screaming, <laughs> I don't know if that would work or not. No, I don't think that would be a good scene. Or it's not scary at all. Like, it wouldn't work at all. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the score has a lot. I mean, it is a pretty, I mean, it's an iconic score. Like, so much so that when, like, in the trailers for this new one, when, like, you're actually hearing, like, all the familiar, like, music cues and stuff, and they sound like the classic music cues, not, like, what they've done with, like, the last movies. Uh, (laughs) God. Uh, That got brought up accidentally. Like, we were watching, I was trying to show the trailer for the new one on my Friends, Apple TV, yeah, or on YouTube, and I, Rob Zombies. And I, yeah, and I accidentally, well, I accidentally clicked the Rob Zombie one. I was like, oh, this is the wrong one. They're like, well, let's watch this trailer. They're like, was it a good trailer? I was like, nah, that probably wasn't. I don't remember it. And I just turned it off. Nah, it was a <laughs> dude. It was a good trailer. I don't remember it. It was a good trailer. The the original the original a remake of his was a good trailer. The second one, I don't remember anything of that. And there's that dumpster fire second one he made. I, it's funny because I was debating. Because he's he's a cool dude. Shout out to Marcus. Uh, he likes H two, and I I I I got nothing. I think you were in the debate too, right? Uh, right, G. Yeah. I, I I got nothing. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing in H two that's good. And Lori sucks, man. Lori's just yeah, terrible. Well, that was a problem. That was a problem even in the first three, like in the first one, where like she was she was exactly like her friends. Like they were like they were all three of them were bitches, and like and like, two of them can be bitches and that's fine. We don't call women like, I, bitches. Like, G. We need to like one of them. <laughs> Gee, we don't call women and bitches like on her. here. Okay, they were <laughs> very annoying. <laughs> they were very annoying females. <laughs> yeah, because it's funny because and they were because I don't even think like I was we were talking off the air before like Annie and Linda aren't really annoying in the original. They're just her friends, you know. They just have yeah. different personalities. Like I would hate 
being friends with someone that says totally every five minutes. But I'll tell yeah. you that they're not really annoying people. But yeah, yeah I guess like Annie, the remake wasn't like annoying. She no, just Linda was it. bad. Like, but like Annie wasn't horrible. I guess she like she was just encouraging her to get laid. Like that's all she was doing. Um, but like the they. I mean, the only thing I think I like about that the Annie character, and that's because Daniel Harris plays her, and I'm happy that she got to be in another one. Or yeah, another two, even though the second one sucked. Yeah, and then after all that she went through in the first one, she dies in the second one. For yeah, it was bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Killer in a good way too. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah do you think it burns her that she? Yeah, they could have like yeah. cast her in this new one. Like we Absolutely. didn't we didn't need, really need Judy Greer. <laughs> no, I agree. I, it, it's it's true because I mean if they were trying to keep the continuity but they didn't so I guess Jamie Lloyd doesn't exist anymore so well I, you know what I think I because you uh, Daniel Harris has talked about how she's never met Jamie Lee Curtis I'm sure Jamie Lee Curtis has never watched Halloween 4 or 5 <laughs> so there's you, like you, a wait you're disconnect. telling me she's never seen the roof scene <laughs> no I'm not he's a writer on Instagram check out the scene <laughs> uh but yeah, there's a huge disconnect between like Jamie Lee Curtis and then like horror fans who like love Halloween Four. Even people that they're horror fans that even like Halloween Five for how even how bad it is. Like there are h- hardcore fans that like the Jamie character and like, like Danielle Harris. But it's so funny that there's like this disconnect between like okay, we need to stay loyal to the original and then disregarding everything I will after never that. Never get like how people like like Halloween Five. There's, did you know before it's, it's mo- not good. I will say, like, the chase scene in the corn, like, was that a cornfield? Where were they at? In the barn is pretty good. Oh, when, when they kill Tina? The High five. When they kill Tina? When they kill Tina. <laughs> when they kill Tina. <laughs> yeah, you do. You watched on that, did you watch that Halloween thing on the Blu ray? Yes. Where they talked about how people no one cheered likes, when Tina died. No one likes Tina, man. <laughs> Tina's terrible. Um, they redeemed her at the end. She tried to save her. <laughs> fun fact before we move on to our number one. Um, there's. I don't know if you've ever heard this. I just recently heard this. So in Halloween 4, when Rachel's in the car and her friend is, uh, what? Her friend is supposedly from Halloween 1. Tommy and. Oh, she's supposed to be, uh. Oh, my God. I forgot her name. It's Tommy. Yeah. Uh, uh, shit. No. Kyle Richards played her. Why do I know the real girl? (laughs) 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 Uh, damn it. Oh my God! Now I'm Tommy Doyle and and Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay, there you go. Right. Yeah, because her name because her name is Lindsay. I don't know if you ever repeat that. So, so I. Re- supposed to be the girl, so she's supposed to be Lindsay. From- so she's supposed to be Lindsay because it's ten years later, and then um she well, she seems she seems very much over everything with her eighties hair, and she's like, "What's going on, Rach?" And then Rachel, <laughs> and then I think because Rachel did say that Jamie's mom babysat her when she was a kid, so it kind of connected everything there. That's cool. Yeah, so she I, seems like she seems completely unaffected by what happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> unlike James, unlike Laurie Schroeder, who forty years unlike later, Laurie, who's like, you know what's you know what's interesting though is that the I think in the Hollywood Reporter review for the new one, uh, they kind of mentioned the fact like, oh, so if you, you know, by disregarding all the sequels, like, does it kind of kill his prolific nature as like a serial killer? Like, if it's only based on this one night, and. They also mentioned that, like, what they think works in the new one is that he essentially, like, killed her youth. He destroyed her youth. So she couldn't grow up right. And they kind of, that that's, like, kind of the crux of, like, 
why it traumatized her so much and why she like carried it with her over you know 40 years yeah. is that any like wholesome nature she had as a 17 year old like died that night and which i thought was like interesting way to kind of still make the events of that one night even though he only killed like what three people four people uh three people. uh three people like why that makes that night still such a an important event for her I mean, I'm glad they bring it up because it is a true. It's true. You kind of wonder, like, everyone moved on. Why didn't you? Anyone that was like, right. I mean, I hope we find out more about Loomis in it too. Like, how long did he live? So on and so forth. So yeah, I hear they mention him oh, a few times. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. All right. So moving on to our number ones for our favorite endings. So my number one is the most cliche movie ending of all time, but it, I think it's. The first, I believe, it is the first uh, twist ending of all time. That's Citizen Kane. Okay. So, have you guys seen Citizen <laughs> Kane? Oh my God, Jay, you haven't seen Citizen Kane. <laughs> I think it. So, we <laughs> all know, a long time. We, we, all, we all know. How, we all know the ending. Yeah. So I didn't. So, I see like the whole movie is pretty much every form of media at that time trying to find out what the fuck Rosebud means, mm-hmm. and then the fact that. <laughs> They're destroying everything at the end, and you just see that sleigh, and it says Rosebud on it. You kind of get an idea from the beginning because you show him as a kid with the with the sled. So, and the fact that it's able to, for the time especially, able to make the audience think that it's going in one direction, and at the end, it's just like, nah. The only thing, the the thing he loved the most wasn't a person; it was just the times that he spent with the sled. So, I thought it was yeah. brilliantly done. Uh, I, I the think, Simpsons like make fun of it really well, and, and oh, like classic Simpsons. Yeah, it's like Mr. Burns uh, is supposed to be that character, and uh, he loses this like uh, like it's, it they don't use the name Rosebud. It's like Boo Boo, and you're like trying to figure out what this is, and it's a teddy bear from when he was little. <laughs> but it was it's really funny how they like kind of allude to Citizen Kane and stuff. Like when the Simpsons was like on fire, they were on fire. And this was like a I think season four, season five, somewhere in there. It's like a really early Simpsons episode. It's funny. Oh, I see. That's how bad I am with the Simpsons. Yeah, like classic Golden Age Simpsons is like season three through like some some people change it. I think it's like at least till season thirteen where it's like really really funny. Yeah, and then like the main like the main like seasons like five six seven eight are like hilarious. Like if you were to go back and watch those episodes, you'd probably be like, oh, I remember why people love this show so much. Because I don't hear anyone talking about the Simpsons now, even though it's been on for. Uh, it'll be thirty seasons, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was a it was a game changer back in the day. Oh okay, all right, Lou, what's number your number one? one? Is Toy Story three. Ooh, that's sad. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> that's like my Donnie Darko. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sad ending, but it was a great way to end that trilogy. It was the perfect way to end until it, in my un- until it wasn't. Right, let's not talk about the. <laughs> Yeah, man. Until they were like, let's make another one. Yeah, does that ruin it? Oh, wait. I actually forgot something on my number one. I don't know how I forgot about this. So I had a tie for my number one. I forgot to mention the other one. Tie number one? I have the end of E.T., man. Oh, screw that. Oh, yeah. It's sad. It's like a guardian group. Except no one dies. No one dies. It's just really sad. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I needed to mention that. All right, go. So yeah, Toy yeah, Story three. Drew Barrymore movie was your number one. Yeah, I know. Oh, she, she, stop, stop. But yeah, don't Toy say, Story. don't say she's 
apart. No, she's good, good in that. She's really good in that. She's really good in that. But yeah, Toy Story Three is really yeah. sad. It's very sad, and it's actually like a bittersweet moment. Actually, what when he plays with them for the last time? Yeah, but you know he's not gonna be able to keep them for his whole life. I yes, he could. Why they're gonna be in boxes? Listen, listen, listen. Here we go. No, 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 If you want to have a serious girlfriend, you cannot keep your toys. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all of them. You might be able to keep no. So here's my thing. That's where I was saying. Like, so here's my thing. Like, unless you lie and say they're electric items and they're still in the box and they're worth money. If you, <laughs> <laughs> you have to have all those things you have to say. Realistic. The movie's great, and I think the ending is. I would put it as an honorable mention too because it makes me like tear up all the time. Uh-huh. Realistically speaking. We're three guys here. We went to college once. Yeah. You don't think you can take Buzz, Woody, Rex, and... Rex is pushing it. Right? Really? <laughs> Rex is pushing A dinosaur? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to film school so I could, like, probably get away with it. Can you imagine? Why are you walking to the door when there's a dinosaur? <laughs> like, no. Stop flying. Wait, wait, so... I wasn't thinking like him taking him to college. What, Why can't he just leave him in the house? They were gonna be left in the house, but they were. Oh yeah, they you were gonna, gonna box. You just can't take him with you. He could have taken college. Buzz and Woody with him, I think. No, what, where would you put him in your on, dorm room? On a shelf. Yeah. No. And then the girl walks in. and She's like, "What's that?" <laughs> Why is that cow by herself? <laughs> She'd be understanding. <laughs> there's gonna be no. There's like there's that stuck up girl that's like white. And that's the toy and story we didn't want to see. Yeah. So like, I met this really cool guy, but he has like toys in his room. It's weird. <laughs> is that what, is that what <laughs> girls at your college did? <laughs> no, that's girls everywhere here. <laughs> oh man. So I can rest. I have four hundred Funkos. I think I'd be screwed. Yeah. But they're in a box. Yeah, yeah they're like, all in a box. And be like, they can lie, be like, "Yo, they're worth money." I would just lie if you if they're in a box and they're like, like you haven't even tried to open it. You can just be like, "Yo, it's a collector's item. They're gonna be worth money someday, girl. I'll share it with you." <laughs> um, you, know, you know what's crazy though? Like looking at the like we're talking about like figures and boxes and stuff. You know what movie doesn't age well? Like looking at it, Forty Year Old Virgin. No, I watched it. Like no, no, I think it's still great in yeah. terms of funny, but in terms of like col- collectors are so. What's the word I'm looking for? More accepted than they were back in 2005. Uh-huh. Like, like I'm looking at my room right now, and I see all my Funkos, and yeah. I, I think of, like, Steve Carell's character, yeah. and he has all his figures boxed up. I don't, like, I don't think it made him less. Yeah, less but he also hadn't had sex. So. Oh, that that's a different story. I'm yeah, talking about and also, like, geek culture has been accepted way more. Now. Yeah, we actually were talking about yeah, that I yesterday. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, it's not really a stigma anymore, I think, to be a geek. We were actually like, talking about that, and I know G and Lou are going to love this. I was talking with one of, another press uh, at the convention yesterday, and we were talking about the Big Bang Theory. Okay. And yeah. they were talking about, like, it came out at a time where that was the accepted norm for someone of that culture, right? Of the yeah. geek culture. And it never, I think my big issue with the show, despite me still liking it, is that they never really adjusted with the times of change. Okay. Like, I think they could have brought in a character like Lou, like myself, mm-hmm. like G, like that wasn't the cliche nerd, right. but still took into the same fandom. Yeah, and yeah. I think it might have not brought as much hate as people have for the show. Because, I mean, I like, I think it's funny. I mean, t- I, maybe I'm on my own. No but 
What happened? No yeah, at the same, and they never really try to adjust. And I think they just got comfortable comfortable with the way the show was going. And I think that's where they. Um, made- well, you know what's always confused me about the show because I don't watch. Well, I mean, I, I've watched a few episodes and I don't like it. But how old are they supposed to be? Uh, in their late thirties, forties. Okay, they are. They're supposed to be because they come. Okay, so they're are they supposed to come off like childish like that? that that's, that's the stigma. That's, that's the stigma. Yeah, yeah that's oh, what that's what that- I mean. Like the show was the the show started the perception that's what it was so it's more on the you know these guys are this because of so on so forth because they you know they're and since i haven't watched it from like the beginning or anything kaylee cuoco's character is she like them or is she different no she she's nerd? she's not she's she's, not. she's actually okay. stupid okay i, I figured yeah, so you know. it's basically a whole bunch of nerds Wait, that's like really bad that i figured i mean i thought she seemed different <laughs> yeah from the she, rest of the- she is supposed to be stupid and okay. it, and she marries, uh, I forgot his name, Galecki or whatever. Gotcha, Galecki. You know so, they dated in real life for a long time. Are you serious? Yeah, they did, and then they broke up. I think they broke up midway through the show, and they're still really good friends. But like, uh, yeah, they dated in real life while they were doing the show. Wow. All right, all right, G. Tell us why Seven is your number one. Yeah. All right. I hate that mine is like the like you guys had like ET and Toy Story and I'm like yes yes that serial killer thriller seven. <laughs> I mean, uh, in the box. What's, what's in the box? box? The reason why I like it so much is because like every time I've watched that movie so many times I can't even count, and I'm still legit surprised by it. Still gives me goosebumps and it feels like I'm seeing it for the first time every time that ending comes up. Like it still works and it still like has the same effect on me as if I seeing it for the first time especially because he wins he got yeah and then there's that whole it's the build-up to it and it's like the stuff that he keeps saying to him where he was like you know she begged for her life and then like and for the life of the baby inside her you're like oh shit she was pregnant too on top of all of that and like and then morgan freeman trying to like shut him up because he he already knew all this you know during that whole like scene with with them at the diner yeah uh i don't know it's just it it's it's a really bleak ending because he does win. He gets to he kind of fulfills like the seven sins. All, yeah, ends, yeah, accomplished. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you, I, I, there's a part of me here to my watching room like, dude, don't kill him. Like, just like don't like so he doesn't win. But like, you feel his pain. Like, I think anyone in that position would probably have done what he did. I think. Do you think that um he gets arrested? Oh yeah, that's a good question. I don't know because like. We talk about the whole movie and the actions of what happened, but we, I, I, you know, it. That's a good question. Like, what happens to his character at the end? I mean, he definitely can't be a cop anymore, detective anymore. Yeah, so he pretty that's much I mean, like, like ruins his life. I mean, I, 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 I wonder if they could like kind of, you know, kind of like heat of passion kind of thing. Like, you know, you know, it wasn't like a premeditated thing at all. Like, I think there would be some circumstances where they can kind of get him off if of it. Yeah, something. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, yeah, the ending kind of puts you like the only thing that's for certain is that he could never work in that field again. Um, but yeah, it's pretty bleak. Um, I have a friend though when we were talking about the ending that doesn't think Brad Pitt's good in those scenes. Like, he thinks he's overacting, and I always, I'm like, I think he's good in those scenes at the end. I think, I think it's hilarious though when he does. What's in the box? Just box. box. <laughs> oh, he's like, no. Oh God. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> and then Morgan Freeman was just so calm. He's like, males, calm down. 
this is what I want. <laughs> I would love to see those roles reverse. Ah, what's in the box? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, what's in the box? <laughs> I think he'd be more relaxed with it, too. I know, and he probably wouldn't have shot him. He was like, I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me mourn my pregnant wife. <laughs> and put the cuffs on me. Before we finish off of the day, speaking of uh, Kevin Spacey, did you see the trailer for House of Cards? No. You think they do? Oh I mean, yeah, it was just so predictable that that the, that's what they were going to do to write them off. They killed them off. I don't think. I think it's hard. Like like they're talking about like the Connors. Like, what do you do with a character when you have a main character like that and you have to explain like why why they're gone? I think that's the easiest out is to be like, yeah, we just kill them off. <laughs> yeah, I guess. They did, yeah. With Charlie Sheen on Two and a Half Men, I mean, like, the it's funny how like it, I don't know if they're gonna kill Roseanne off this way, but her character did go in the surgery at the end of like the this new season of Roseanne, so it's like an easy out. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really curious. The most the, the most interesting uh, issue that I am about the TV season, at least ratings wise, is seeing how the Connors does. I think like week one it'll do well, but I'm kind of wondering. Beyond that, yeah. if people will still be interested in it without her, that could. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's all dependent. I see ratings not being as strong after, yeah, what happened. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, we got a month to wait on that. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. So that wraps this week's up. We are heading to watch some football right now. G is. I'm actually going to do the same. I, well, yeah. I would say let's go Falcons, but we gotta get this shit together, man. I mean. I don't know what I don't think they know what the end zone is. <laughs> oh my god! No, I was because the guy I'm playing was uh, this week in fantasy football uh, had the Eagles defense, and the Falcons were moving the ball so well on Thursday. Yeah, and I was like, okay, cool, they're back. Like that offense is back, and then they couldn't score a touchdown. And I'm just like, oh my god! And that fourth down call was one of the worst fourth down calls I've ever seen. Yep. I felt the Packers were playing were coaching <laughs> you guys. Oh man. <laughs> All right, guys, so enjoy your week one of the NFL season, and we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real. 